Welcome to the Solid Food Podcast. This podcast is to help us grow from milk to meat. Hebrews 5 verses 12 to 14 tells us, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food, for everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. Jesus Christ is the theme of the Bible. He plays the starring role. Studying who he is is important as we are called as Christians to be like him. To be like him, we need to know him. A lot of heresies and false teachings can be spotted by who they say Jesus is. He is the Son of God, yet equally God. He is the Word of God. John 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He took on a human nature, yet remained fully God. These things are mysteries to us. All of the attributes of God that we study as part of theology proper also belong to Christ, as he is also God, part of the Trinity. Part of the study of Jesus involves looking at his being fully human and fully divine. This is a mystery to our finite minds. The early creeds wrestled with and articulated this to fight against heresies that arose in the early church. Some of these heresies can still be seen today in the Jehovah's Witnesses' view of who Jesus is, as well as in Mormonism. The heresies resulted in emphasizing Jesus' deity over his humanity, or his humanity over his deity. They would say that he wasn't fully human, or that he was a created being and not fully divine. Jesus is our mediator before the Father. Much of the study of Christ ties in with the doctrine of our salvation, which is called soteriology, and his work on our behalf to obtain our redemption. He was able to be our mediator because he was fully human. Another aspect of the doctrine of Christ are the offices that he holds as prophet, priest, and king. The book of Hebrews talks a lot about him being our priest. Moses predicts God bringing another prophet after him that will speak all that God says. And God tells David that he will raise up his offspring and establish his kingdom. Jesus fulfills all three of these offices of prophet, priest, and king. We will also look more at Christ and his work when we study soteriology, the doctrine of salvation. Pneumatology is the doctrine of the Holy Spirit. Oftentimes in conservative circles, the doctrine of the Holy Spirit is neglected or downplayed. This is due in part to some of the excess that is seen in charismatic circles. Too often we go to one extreme or the other. But the Holy Spirit is God, one of the persons of the Trinity, and is to be worshipped just as we worship God the Father and Jesus Christ, the Son of God. What does the Bible tell us about the Holy Spirit? Genesis 1-2 is the first mention of the Spirit. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. All three persons of the Trinity were involved in the act of creation. The Gospel of John tells us much about the Holy Spirit. In chapter 15, verse 26, Jesus is talking to his disciples and tells them, But when the Helper comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will bear witness about me. The Holy Spirit bears witness of Christ. John 16 tells us more about what the Holy Spirit will do. He will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment, 
concerning sin, because they do not believe in me, concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father, and you will see me no longer, concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. This is in verses 8 to 11. John 16, verses 13 and 14 continues, When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. In the Christian's life, the Holy Spirit is involved in various ways. He dwells in us. We see this in Romans 8, verses 9 to 11. He helps our weakness and intercedes for us. Romans 8, 26. Upon salvation, he seals us, guaranteeing our inheritance. Ephesians 1, 13 and 14. He is building us, a community of believers, into a dwelling place for God. Ephesians 2.22. From the book Strange Fire by John MacArthur, he leads us and gives us assurance of our salvation. This can be seen in Romans 8.14-16. The Holy Spirit produces fruit in our lives of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Galatians 5.22-23. and 23. He also sanctifies us. 1 Peter 1, verse 2 and in 2 Thessalonians 2.13. We also will look more at the role of the Holy Spirit in salvation when we study soteriology.